Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make for a Beautiful podcast. Recently, I had the opportunity to do a time of generational healing with a group of people and it was very beautiful. Anytime somebody goes into their family tree and then seeks to pray through and break off some of the generational ties and generational patterns... It's profoundly moving. Afterwards, one of the participants asked, how do you deal with generational healing on an ongoing basis in your family? Is this something that you pray regularly or, you know, what is the theme or how do you incorporate this in your world? So it's a really interesting question and I can't say I've even consciously thought about it. I think to me doing like a full generational healing where we've looked over the family tree and then prayed through it. I have done that. I've, I've done it in depth um, once in 2019 at Christian Healing Ministries. And then in, uh, that was in June. And then in uh, September of that year, I did it again with my parents and sister. And so we got a more (laughs) in-depth look at all of the different challenges that our family has had. And in many ways, that was really heavy because there is a lot from any family line that is broken or damaged or painful. And if you have the privilege to do this with a family member or a parent, they know often a lot more about who died, who had accidents, how many miscarriages and so forth. So yeah, it's not fun. It's very heavy. And so I prefer for people to go through the family tree and then pray through it as quickly as possible and not kind of have the family tree of ickiness outstanding and hanging over their head for a while. So because of that, then I don't, I don't often go back into that, that part of my life or my my generations. But I will say in just daily life, there are times where I've realized I need to pay attention when I behave oddly around something. So this has been one of the more recent themes for me is if I notice that I'm (laughs) avoiding a particular email, let's say, or am just overreacting to something, you know, sometimes you can kind of tell like that really didn't warrant quite that aggressive of a response or I was a little more emotional around that than I strictly speaking probably needed to be. So when that happens, that's worth talking to the Lord about because, and sometimes it's as easy as saying, okay, Lord, why did I do that? Was that, was that about me? Was that about my family line? Is that something that I needed to be able to acknowledge? Or These are challenges, but I think for me, I have realized over time, sometimes I actually just can't get there. And for this topic, I go to Healing Prayer Minister Cindy McFadden because <laughs> that's what I need. But oftentimes, I will have a sense like, oh, I'm doing this because of either my own issue or I remember a parent 
reacting like this, or I heard a story about my grandparent doing this. And then it's like, okay, Lord, I, you came to set me free. And so I am asking that I would be set free. Or it's like, oh, <laughs> this is a, either it's a vow that I have taken or that maybe a parent of mine took. And again, a vow to me is not something where you're like, I vow that I will, you know, fulfill this duty or die. I always think about the Apostle Paul and how the men took a solemn oath that they wouldn't eat or drink until he was dead. And they, the Romans found out about it and quickly moved Paul down to Caesarea. And you're like, okay, so did 40 guys just die, you know, a week later because they all had had no water? I have no idea. These are the unsolved mysteries of the Bible. But anyway, the point is, that's not really the kind of vow that I'm thinking about. In this case, a vow would be like, oh, I just can't ever get it right. Or I think about my friend Tracy mentioned, I am always saying you can't do a project without going to the hardware store at least once and probably twice. Well, and then she was like, wait, I need to stop speaking death over my projects. Like, <laughs> maybe I could actually just do a project with the things I have on hand. So those would be examples of the kinds of vows that I'm talking about. And oftentimes these come up in prayer and it's because they are so covered by the blood I don't even necessarily remember them. So there was <laughs> kind of a lack of specificity because it's actually just gone. But uh, there's that's my, I guess, my exhortation or my encouragement that if you would start to pay attention, that I think you'll start to notice there are certain things that are just not quite in alignment or... It's like, oh, that is just not as good as I would have hoped. Or, oh, I, I don't think that I'm as healed. That, does, that, that feels like a little breeze in my spirit somehow. Or maybe my soul. Anyway. So, Lord, I want to thank you that you actually do provide clarity when we have questions. And that when we pay attention that you come and you answer our questions. And Lord, I know when I first started praying, I always had to fight the voice that would say, are you sure? <laughs> or maybe that isn't actually God. Maybe you're just making it all up out of your own head. And I am thankful that I really don't wrestle with that question anymore. That there truly does come to be a point where it's like, oh no, my sheep actually do hear my voice. Yeah, so Lord, I'm asking for anyone who's listening who isn't positive that they can hear your voice, that you would simply release better hearing over their ears, that there would be an upgrade in their ability to understand what it is that you're saying at any given time. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.